0: Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. And welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And of course, if you are enjoying listening to this podcast, please rate and review on the platform you're listening to us on. It would be greatly appreciated so we can continue bringing you episodes each and every week. Well, in this episode, I am joined by a fellow professional organizer, Kiyosha Dickey. We'll be sharing how the family can be organized as we get ready for back to school. And can I tell you, she truly drops some nuggets. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, do you have a family command center? Do you just have a calendar and a central location or do you have like all the bells and whistles that some of you moms create for your family command center? I would love for you to know. So you can post it either below in the social media or you can send me a voice message. I would love to hear from you. So did you know that families are a significant contributor to school supply stock Pile in most schools, according to a 2018 National Retail Federation survey, families with elementary, middle, and high school children will spend a total of 27.5 billion—that's billion with a B—on an average of $685 per household to ready their kiddos for the new school year. So. Life can be hectic, and the amount of stuff we accumulate can sometimes get in the way of being productive and feeling passionate about our living and working spaces. Sincerely Key is committed to helping you feel more organized and less stressed. Her goal is to help you create customized organization and design solutions that work for your life. At the heart of the sincerity Key philosophy is an appreciation for all things simple. I call it simplicity by design. And Kiyosha Dickey was born and raised in John's... Island, South Carolina, outside of Charleston. She's a part-time attorney who loves to organize and search for design and decor inspiration. Currently, she lives in West Columbia, South Carolina and with her husband Joseph and their daughter Alexis and of course, she's got a baby on the way. So, I want you to sit back but I want you to, before you do that, get your pen, your pencil, your your, your notepad and your water and listen to my conversation with Kiosha. Well, listeners, of course, it is back to school time, which is why I pulled on an expert, Kiosha Dickey. And if I pronounce mispronounce her name, I do apologize. She will correct <laughs> me when she comes on because you know how I am. But she is a fellow professional organizer, and she's going to talk to us and especially those of you who are parents, just how you can be more organized with this back to school because I know it's a little different for everybody. But thank you so much for joining me, Kiosha.
1: Yep, you got it right. Okay,
0: so thank you so much for joining. So before we get into all the tips and strategies, what made you decide to be a professional organizer?
1: Well, I think there are certain things in life that you just kind of have a knack for that you, that doesn't really feel like work for you, that brings you joy. And for me, organizing and planning are those things. And so just a little background, I'm a lawyer by trade. That's what I went to school for and actually still practice law. I did that because I wanted to help people. Of course, now somehow I've transitioned into helping corporations. That's a whole nother story. But you know, the set, same sense of wanting to help people um, is what drives me to the organizing world. And I think that um, people can get such a sense of relief when they're able to better manage and make sense of the clutter that's in their homes and in their lives. And it's so much easier to... Um, be able to navigate your space when you can actually find what you're looking for in no time. And so I decided to um, also kind of tack on professional organizing to all my other many roles to pursue my creative passion. I always say that I'd be doing a disservice to myself if I didn't use the gifts and the talents that I have to help other people.
0: So in saying that, it's back to school time, parents, well, they were frantic before, but now I think because they have so many different things to navigate. Um, what are some of the challenges, because you're a parent, and of course, you know, another one is coming along. Um, <laughs> so what are some of the, the, the challenges you see that parents struggle with, especially during this time transition from summer fun to back to school? All right, well,
1: it's a, it's a little easier for me because my little one is three. She's going to threes class in preschool. And so you know, we don't have all of the stress of like an elementary or middle school or high school situation. So I did kind of poll some of the, my followers on Instagram and, and Facebook just to get a sense of, you know, what th- some of their struggles are with the, the back-to-school time. And um, some of it was managing the influx of paperwork that comes home from school. And, and in my experience is like the artwork that comes home from the preschool side of things. Um, one person said organizing breakfast and post-school snacks and the amount of supplies on the school supply list and then how to store the school supplies that you have to buy for your child, where to keep backpacks. Um, another person said sorting and storing outgrown clothes, which that's like a struggle for me personally with my little girl, because you know they're so young, they outgrow things so quickly. I have a pile of clothes in her closet right now I need to sort through. Um, and somebody else said maintaining separation of arts and crafts in the homework sec- section. So we're kind of like moving from the summertime where we we're doing a lot of those arts and crafts projects. And now we're trying to transition into more of the homework, but you still wanna have an arts and crafts. So how do we maintain separation of those two areas? So those are some of the um, concerns and areas of stress that folks shared with me um, through social media.
0: So in hearing all that, and it's interesting because when you talked about the clothes, I had a flashback to when my goddaughter was maybe three and it was summertime and I bought this little swimsuit for her. And, you know, I was proud because I got it on sale and people were like, really? I said, you know, because first of all, next month, and definitely next year she's not going to be able to fit it so you know i can only imagine you know with everything that you mentioned i mean you mentioned the paperwork you mentioned the clothes and then of course the artwork because you know you just can't get rid of their precious creations (laughs) It's (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard so what are some strategies that you um can share with some of the listeners and just so they won't feel so overwhelmed with all of that that they have to manage
1: Right. I think first you have to develop a, think about developing a routine and a system that works for you and your family. I think a lot of times we can go on Pinterest or Instagram, we can see every bin basket label, you know, that there is, and you think that's so pretty and I want to put it in my home. But if that's not how your family works, then you're going to have this pretty bins and baskets and labels that you spend all this money on, and it's not going to work for your household. So it's really kind of taking a step back and looking at what works for my child or my children or my family. Um, one thing about the paperwork, so I think it's important to kind of designate a spot in your home for the paperwork that comes in. And If it's something that needs to be filled out and completed and returned right away, set a goal for yourself. I'm going to fill it out tonight and I'm going to turn it back in tomorrow or within at least like two days. And then that way you don't have it, you know, continuously piling up on you. And if it's paperwork that doesn't necessarily have to be completed and returned to school, then you can think about, okay, do I want to create a physical file for this paperwork or a digital file? I mean, these days you can scan on your iPhone and, you know, life just makes it a lot easier for you to scan on your iPhone. If you have a scanner at home or at work and create a digital file, that way you don't have, you know, paperwork piling up on you. So you can create a physical file or the digital file. As far as the artwork goes, I can personally attest that it is a struggle because my daughter's been in you know, preschool since nursery. And I discovered that I was holding on to, you know, the random coloring page with the one swiggle of purple. And I just said, why? Why? Like there are just certain things we you know we don't have to hold on to. And so what I do is for the stuff that she brings home right away that isn't like the swiggle. You know, kind of stuff I have um an actual just little command strips with some string on it, and I just hang it so she can see it and feel proud of it. went to home goods and got one of those little like five ten dollar push pin boards and display her artwork there. I wait until she's not around to kind of discard the stuff that's just not really worth hanging on to, and then I have one of those plastic file bins, and I just, you know, label it nursery twos, threes, fours, and I keep the stuff that I think, you know, is worth keeping um, in there. And so that's how I do it. I know there's a company that you can turn your artwork into photo books. Um, so there's different ways to kind of, kind of handle the artwork aspect of it. Um, in terms of, if there are folks out there who also struggle with organizing breakfast and snack items. You know, I have a turntable in our pantry my daughter knows where her snacks are. So she'll ask, she can have a snack. She knows exactly where to go and get it. I have full control over what snacks are in there. So it's not like you, you know, your child just roaming and getting candy and all this kind of sugar and all kinds of stuff. Um, I control what's in the turntable. She asks for a snack and she has free reign to go in and pick out the one snack that she wants. I think kind of giving kids a bit more ownership of things. Um, it's helpful because they, you know, they feel important and like, this is my snack area and I can ask mommy for, you know, what I want and go in and get it myself. And so I think a lot of this is having designated spots in your home for things, even with the book bags. Some people have mud rooms. I don't have a mud room. You know, some people have closets. Some people have space to kind of have those things. Some people don't. You can go and get a command hook and have that be where you hang your backpack. But I think the most important part there is having a designated spot for the backpack or the lunch bag and having your kids know that's where it goes. And if they don't put it back where it's supposed to go, if you're upstairs, come on back downstairs and hang up your book bag. Because I think repetition is really key for kids in creating like the habit. And so they'll know I just can't come home, throw my book bag down the middle of the kitchen floor. Here's where it goes on this command hook or mudroom or whatever it is. And then that's You know, their designated spot. And I promise you, if my three year old can know where to hang her little book bag, then your 10 year old can be able to develop the habit of doing that um, as well. School supplies. So I haven't delved into the crazy world that is school supplies too much. I do have a nephew, and I went school supply shopping with my mom for him. And yes, it is overwhelming um, because there are lots of things on the list. And then now you have. of your traditional items in in the world we live in now you're probably going to have hand sanitizer and wipes and things like that that are also on the list as well so we're just adding even more you know to those school supplies list so one person was like literally overwhelmed by the amount of items on the list and i say if you're that overwhelmed by the quantity you know kind of create categories these are kind of the hygiene products that are requested. These are the paper products that are requested. So maybe shop in phases if that is better for you. You can check out, you know, the back to school sales and see, okay, hand sanitizer, you know, Purell, whatever is on sale at Target, tissues on sale at Target. I'm gonna go at this time to buy this grouping of items. So then maybe break it up that way so you don't feel so overwhelmed going to Walmart or whatever and having to buy 50 things um, at one time. I also say, don't get, don't go too overboard with buying, like, back stock if you know you don't have room in your home for it. There's a lot of, you know, you'll just have, like, maybe go to Costco and just buy, like, all these file folders and all these notepads and things that not necessarily on the list, but you think you'll need later. And I think that's great if you have room in your home or your garage or something to store those things. The last thing you need is to have is this overflow of, you know, wide ruled paper everywhere you don't have a place to, to put it so just make sure that you actually have the place to store it. and that can be something as simple as going to target and getting one of those inexpensive um, under the bed storage containers and putting stuff in there i find that people don't take advantage of under the bed stored as much as they they should um, because there's a lot of good space there especially if you have a bed skirt to cover it up so if you want to keep like some backstop items for your child, you know, in your home, that's kind of like a little place that you can put it out of the way. Um, I really like those three-tiered carts. That they sell everywhere now, really. Target Container Store, Walmart, because um, you can just kind of roll it into a corner and then roll it out when you, want, when you need to use it. So that's a good way to organize um, school supplies. Also, I've seen, you know those, kind of old school over the door shoe organizers. I've seen people use those to put extra glue, crayons, scissors. Um, The key is to just kind of, if you're limited on space to be as creative and sometimes think outside of the box. That's one way I've seen people use um, those over the door shoe organizers to organize items. Also container store has those great alpha storage um, organizing systems for over the door. They can get pricey. I would say look for the sale first um, but if that's still out of your you know pricing your price point then that kind of shoe storage um, over the door is really good um, as well and then really quickly on the clothes the clothes the clothes the clothes so like I said I have a pile of clothes in my daughter's closet right now I need to sort through so I'm, I'm talking to myself um, when I say this but set aside a time whether it's weekly, monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly to just make yourself sit down and go through the clothes and have a plan on what you wanna do with it. If you're saving it for a sibling, okay, then make sure you have your designated storage bin or I like those vacuum seal um, bags where you can just compress everything down. It saves a lot of space, so I do have those. And then just make sure you have a place to actually store. If you're saving it for a family member or friend, say, are you ready? for these items, because I'm ready to give them to you. And if they're not ready, then we're going to have to donate it, sell it a yard sale or consignment. But if you're saving it for someone else, tell them, this is D-Day for you to take control of these items. And if you're you not ready for it, then I'm going to have to move on, see if somebody else can use it or, you know, do something else um, with it. So you just gotta have to force yourself to take on that task. That's not fun. I mean, going through all those clothes is just not a fun time, but it's something that after a while if you don't tackle it, it will pile up on you and then become overwhelming and then oh, so the arts and crafts those those three tiered um cards are really good for that as well you can have an art one for arts and crafts one for homework and just roll out the one that you need for whatever occasion wow that's my kind of tips on those were
0: <laughs> some great <laughs> I mean, there were some great tips because it's made me start thinking like, you know, you were talking about what works for you. And it made me think back to a client. She hired me. She said, Janet, she had two boys. She said, they're just so disorganized. I can't stand it. She's like, and I want you to come in because if I do it, I'm going to be yelling and screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. And when I started working, I said, do they have hangers? I said, you know what? They don't have hangers. That is why everything is falling on the floor. And she's like. Wow. So sometimes it's simple things like that. And then what you talked about, about the supplies, I'm finding because a lot of my friends, their kids are older. So they're, you know, getting out of high school, going to college, that they had this back stock of supplies and they were like, what am I going to do with this? I'm like, well, you know, you need to go to a back to school, you know, where they have one of those little back to school events where they're trying to fill the, uh, the backpacks. I said, you need to donate that stuff. And then I like for your suggestion about the clothes. You know, that's what happens is, okay, I got all these clothes for Sally Mae. And then, but like, wait a minute, I can't take them right now. So it's good just having that communication because if she can't take them, then you still need to get them out the house. So you just gave a lot of tips and I hope listeners that you took notes. And if not, you can always just replay this thing. And of course, I'm going to give her contact information at the end. But also, so now you are an attorney you are an organizer, you are a mom, you're going to be a new mom, of course, You're your wife too. So how do you like manage all of that? I
1: know it's a lot. Just when I hear the people say it, I'm like, how, how do I um, manage all, but I, I calendar everything. So I have, you know, my outlook calendar, everything goes on there. And it's easy for me to send invites to my husband so he can have things on his calendar um, as well. I also have the old school paper planner. I just, I just like those. Like I have my Outlook all day but that's just for me something about having that physical planner in my hands accessible when I need it that has my appointments and you know all those things in there for me. So I'm I'm old school in that regard. I don't need anything crazy excessive or fancy cuz I know sometimes those planners can cost 40, 50. I got like a 9.99 planner from Amazon, good to go. That's all I need. Um so I I still recommend the paper, you know, handheld planner because um, it's just something about for me having, having that. Um, I also have just one of those desk calendars. Um, nothing fancy again, like less than ten bucks. But I use a command hook. I put that on the door that leads out to our garage, and I write down like the important stuff that each person's doing, whether it's a swim lesson or my husband has this going on. So that I, I think it's actually more so for my husband, so he can remember. Cause I'll, I'll send stuff to his Outlook, and he'll still forget about it. And so before you walk out the door for the day, you can see exactly what's going on. And so again, nothing fancy. I know they was like, really nice acrylic family calendars. I just said, first and go to Amazon and get one for ten dollars and hang it on the door and call it, call it a day. But also, I tried not to overextend myself. Um, you know, with all I have going on my husband. He has he's a lawyer as well. He has his own law firm. He's on city council. He teaches at the law school during the spring semester. So most days he's overextended. And so to try to create like a or maintain like a well balanced household, you know, I try to manage my time and my daughter's time in a way that I know won't overwhelm us. For example, you know, she's three, and tis the season of like all these new after-school activities. I signed her up for one day of gymnastics a week. Could I have signed her up for more? Sure, I could have, but I knew that I'd be overextending myself. because She's also doing swim lessons. A lot of her little friends are going to be doing ballet this fall. We're not going to do ballet this fall because I know that gymnastics is all that I can handle. It's five minutes away from the house, whereas, you know, ballet is clear across, you know, the city. I'm just not going to put myself in a position to already be stressed out about making all that happen, um, and also, I think that you know we play a big part in what our all is that we have to manage. Of course, life life happens. You know, I'm expecting we have a high risk pregnancy due to you know several different complications. I can't control that, but what I can control is the things that you know I sign us up for. I don't say yes to every birthday party or event. You just can and there have been so many and I don't even tell my daughter about birthday parties until the day of until we're on our way because she you know I want to set up the expectation for her that there's gonna be a party and mommy's just can't say yes to everything. So I think the power of no is pretty you know amazing. You can there's some things in life that you can control and I think the all that we have to manage, you know, we really need to you know take some personal accountability as to what we say yes to. Um, so I think a lot of times we say, Oh, it's so hard to manage it all, but you said yes to everything. And sometimes you just have to say no to some things.
0: And I agree. The power of saying no, I like that. The power of saying no yeah, and I too, I have a planner too. It was like I needed something just a little bit better. And I didn't like to always have to look on my device to figure out where I was going. I was like, can't right. I just look at a piece of paper and just find out? So I truly, I truly agree with you. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you and I want you to make sure you tell the listeners how they can connect with you.
1: Okay. Well, I'm on Instagram at Sincerely Key LLC. So that's Sincerely K-I-L-L-C. I'm on Facebook at Sincerely Key. That's the name of my organizing company. And um, my website is www.sincerelykey.com. And my email is kiosha, K-I-O-S-H-A, at sincerelykey.com.
0: And of course, I will have a direct link to Kiosha's website on the show page for you to connect with her and get more strategies, especially those of you who are parents and just trying to figure out how to organize it all. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So listeners, was that an informative interview? I mean, of course, all my interviews are informative, so I get excited about all of them because all of my guests just drop so many wisdom nuggets that will help you on your journey to live an organized life. So in this episode of Taylor Sift time on how creating a family command center, if you don't have one, or maybe you want to make some changes. First, you need to select a location. So where is it going to be? You know, the garage the uh, the kitchen etc then decide what you will need are you gonna have a calendar to-do list hooks etc because some people need to want all of that schedule time to install it and maybe get the other family members involved review with the family like okay this is where we're gonna put all of our events this is where you're gonna hang your bags this is where if I need to take something out the house like mail something etc and also every week schedule a family planning meeting. Like the adults in the household can actually meet first and then meet as a family or however works with your family. Um, You may want to meet by yourself first just to review your schedule so you'll know where you're at and then meet with the family, but whatever works. So those are my Taylor's tip time for creating a family command center. Have you been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized. Let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. Go to my contact page at www.JanetMTaylor.com and fill out And schedule a free 15-minute session with me. That way we can talk, I can find out about your project, and then I can share with you how I can help you and how we can move forward with um, your project. Or maybe you're just overwhelmed and feel like, you know, just all this stuff is happening in your home and in your life. Well, I want to work with you to help you not feel burnt out or stressed, so you can create a life you want and you can feel like you can do what you need to do. So again, click the um, the link on this show page or go to JanetMTaylor.com, click contact us, and so I can have a conversation with you because it starts with a conversation. Um, now I just want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following me on social media. I appreciate it. I want you to know that I really, truly appreciate you being a part of my community, and allowing me to provide you with tips and strategies every day. And of course, make sure you can follow me on whatever platform you feel comfortable. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest. And of course, this week, I have um, one to share with you. I have a board specifically for creating command centers. It's called Orderly Entrance. So wherever you feel your entrance is. And of course, I've got one on All About Time as well. And, you know, make sure you check out my YouTube channel as well. Well, what time is it? What time is it? I can hear you chanting. It is Toss Tuesday time. And this week, I want you to get rid of all the documents from last year's events you did not attend. I mean, we, of course, there weren't too many events in 2020. But, Maybe there were some things that, you know, came across, you know, it could be in your email because it was a virtual event. It could have been a physical, um, flyer or invitation for an outdoor event, whatever it is that you didn't go to or, you know, that you have attended. Get rid of all of that stuff. So my app suggestion for this week is something that you've already, um, come across, and you've already heard me say, it's Remember the Milk. It manages tasks and generally, you know, it, managing tasks is not fun, but Remember the Milk is um, a way for you to create your to-do list. Sticky coats, whiteboards, random scraps of paper, you know, you can have all of that in Remember the Milk. Not only can you remember the milk, but all of those other tasks as well, so check it out. And my uh, Product suggestion for this week is an art supply organizer because you're going to be, you know, organizing all of those pencils and pens and crayons and all of those wonderful craft supplies. So, the art organizer. And my repurpose um, suggestion for this week is check out my Pinterest page because they have, I have seen some wonderful examples of how people are repurposing their children's art. So check it out, and make sure you tell others. Well, I was amazed. I was like, "This is wonderful! It's wonderful how these people have just taken the you know children's art to a whole nother level." My book suggestion for this week is "Do Less: A Revolutionary Approach to Time and Energy Management." For ambitious women. Because we're, you know, we like to cross things off of our list. We like to do things. We gotta plan the party, plan the meals, do the laundry, do the cook, all that stuff. So again, do less a revolutionary approach to time and energy management for ambitious women. And my quote for this week is education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. Nelson Mandela. So Remember that, parents. What you're doing is a great job. Well, I want to thank you again for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And again, if you enjoy listening to this show, please, you know, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. So... Um, be sure to visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day but most of all, have an organized week organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life, join me as we take this journey together Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.